morning when it pops, boo-boo. Okay. It pops. Because I went into that whole Tyler Perry thing. I'm so happy to be working. I'm Coco Brown. Not realizing uh, I should have been getting paid under one Funny Mama Productions. Not gotcha. Coco Brown. And it took me three, four, three seasons of Uncle Sam raping me. <laughs> for me to realize I could be keeping all my money and then report my deductions and get money back at the end of the it What's up, what's up, it's your boy CEO Sonny aka the kid that did aka the man that can, baby and I'm here with the Flyers co-host around Remy G, aka Mr. Make a Play How we feeling, man? Season 3, big dog, talk to us Man, you know how I'm feeling, I'm turned up Season 3, ain't other people been waiting Man, let's go ahead and rock out Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So here at FY Fly, we like to skip the fluff and get right into the good stuff, baby. Because today, we got Miss Coco Brown in the building. And if y'all didn't know, Miss Coco Brown is one of the funniest comedians in the game. So, Coco, I know you got your start in the D.C. comedy clubs, which was packed with talent. Mm -hmm. So what specific characteristics that you feel that you had helped you stand out? You know, characteristics that my audience can implement into their game right now. Um... If I had to really narrow it down to one thing that kind of made me stand out, I came in the game with just all this energy. Mm. And, you know, I commanded the stage, but I think that came from my theater background. That, gotcha. you know, in theater, you have to project, you have to speak clearly, you have to make everybody's eyes on you. So I took that mm. training and started with it. And then once I began to learn the art of stand up, because I was blessed mm. to have an incredible mentor, um, Darcel, the fat doctor, <clears throat> Blegemon, um, may he rest in peace. He took me under his wing very early in my career and he taught me mm. the game. He didn't just teach me how to tell a joke. He taught me the game of comedy and how gotcha. it works. And he prepared me for a lot of things that I would encounter later on. So when I came in the game, it's like, you know, they apparently they had not seen a female comedian like me in the DC area that would uh -huh. go on stage and command the stage, you know, the way I did. So I think yes. that's what kind of set me apart, you know, and had me winning DC comedian of the year, only a year in the game. You know what I mean? It was mm -hmm. like, I, I, I took that theater training. Rookie of the year. You was going when, I, when, I, when was that in the nineties? You was coming in like Alan yeah, Iverson, rookie of the going year. Crazy, man. Way too crazy. And y'all was probably fetuses when I came. But I, but I love. I really, really love what you said though, because commanding and controlling an environment, commanding, controlling a situation, mm -hmm. is key to being confident and actually executing to situation. Absolutely. I actually just started working a new job, and when I was getting trained for, it's a sales job. So when I was getting trained for it, you know, I was a little bit, you know, uncomfortable with the script at first. Mm -hmm. But he said, once you get more confident and, and comfortable with it, mm -hmm. then you can start to command and control the conversations, just how you were commanding and controlling the stage. So that's that's huge. Absolutely. I mean, stand up comedy is probably 50 percent of how you command the stage, stage presence. Mm -hmm. I know some incredible writers that are horrible stand ups. Because mm -hmm. introverts, they're writers, mm -hmm. they're the people that consider the computer for two days straight and write some of the best scripts and jokes you've ever you know, read, uh -huh. and they don't have that stage presence. And then I know some people that have all this stage presence, and you're like, I am waiting for the joke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so it's just about finding your lane, you know, yeah. whatever you're comfortable yeah. with, whatever you're comfortable exactly. in, you know, if you're a writer... You know, you better try to write for the Coca Browns of the world. Try Facts. to write for all of them and get your work out there. For sure, for sure. So, boom. Yeah. You made it out the comedy clubs, and then you got your first guest on role in the show ER back in 2007. Yes. 
which eventually led to acting roles in Breaking Bad and Two Broke Girls. But it wasn't until 2011 that you received your first major role in Tyler Perry's mm. For Better or Worse. So mm. just keeping your journey in mind, can you give us some tips on how rising stars and uncovered stars can manage their money properly? Oh, child, shoot. First of all. Talk to me. Talk, <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. With everything you earn in your pocket. Okay. Mm. I met so many comedians that were deemed as veteran comedians when I first came in the game that walked around with everything they earned in their pockets. Mm. Like they didn't have bank accounts. They didn't have checking accounts. They didn't have nothing. No investments. No nothing. nothing. What? (laughs) They were living on the graces that that money didn't fall out their pocket. Okay. Mm. Oh my goodness. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, luckily for me, you know, um, My parents, hardworking, you know, parents who believed in, you know, saving money, um, not mm. big on investments because that, you know, they just, you know, they don't teach us that. You know what I'm saying? Me That's what we're here for. <laughs> and my brother had yeah, to learn thanks. investments when older, but but they were very big on saving. And the one thing that, you know, even before I started investing in money and things, investing in things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might have had like I, I learned to have multiple accounts the one thing I noticed with my parents they had multiple accounts okay they mm-hmm. had they had high interest savings accounts they had mm-hmm. regular savings accounts they had high interest checking they they never put all their money into one pot yep mm-hmm. when my That's daddy key. died we were found that you know we it was accounts everywhere we was just like okay this bank this bank this bank this credit union this credit union oh wow this stock okay whatever whatever uh-huh. <laughs> and so that's something i took from him like you know i literally had to make a list because if i croak tomorrow honey my money all over the place but uh-huh. one thing i always got is money Facts. you know and i would tell yeah, i would tell anybody getting in the business first of all Make sure you got a checking account. Make sure you got a savings account. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you if you if you bold enough to get a money market CD, all that good stuff, good, good. But in the meantime, you know, at least have a check in your name, okay? Something. Yeah. Um secondly, understand that when the day hits that you start making that real money. Mm-hmm. Um, I made the mistake. Well, I didn't a mistake, I didn't know. I wasn't aware. When mm-hmm. I first got with Tyler Perry, I was still working under my real name putting my name there. And I was mm. like, Sam was tearing me a new one. You know, <laughs> I was like, hey, I make this kind of money, but I only come home with this because I In was taxes. everything through me. Gotcha. It was when we got a raise one year, a significant raise that one of my co-stars, when I was talking about, you know, how uncle Sam, you know, uncle Sam was killing me. He said, mm. you still getting paid under your name. If I can give you any advice right now. Just, I'm a firm believer in stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. And I yeah. wish somebody told me yeah. that uh, season one through four, because I would mm. my residual checks would have looked a lot better. I'm so glad you ended it with that, because the biggest thing that I got from 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 what you just said was preparing for success. Mm-hmm. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Mm-hmm. So even though you may be in a, in a in a small, you know, entertainment industry right now, or you may be, you know, not where you want to be mm-hmm. prepare to be where you want to be Absolutely. by doing what Miss Coca get just said. Get used to getting paid in your company name or your stage name. Get mm-hmm. used to it now. Because mm-hmm. like I said, ain't no warning when it pops, boo-boo. Okay. When it pops. Because I went into that whole Tyler Perry thing. I'm so happy to be working. I'm Coco Brown. Not realizing uh, I should have been getting paid under one Funny Mama Productions. Not Coco you. Brown. 
And it took me three, four, se three seasons of Uncle Sam raping me <laughs> <laughs> for me to realize I could be keeping all my money and then reporting my deductions and getting money back at the end of the, it, what? Uh -huh. So, I, like I said, if I can tell anybody right now, I don't care if you ain't never acted a day in your life and you just start now, form you an LLC, baby. It costs $99 on Rocket Lawyer. Come on now, talk to us, <laughs> talk to us. Okay, talk okay, to okay. Us. For real, for real. But I do love, I do love how you touched on, you know, persistence and never knowing when it's going to pop and just keep going. So mm -hmm. let's jump back to your story and following your timeline. Oh, y'all haven't heard? FY Fly just released their new website. Check out the link in the show notes and help us test out our site. Please check our free features, educational resources, and our blog that we update daily. We look forward to hearing from y'all. Now let's dive in. Okay. So since, you know, you're from the times in the D.C. comedy clubs and things like that, mm -hmm. you've co-starred in movies with Nia Long, Zuli Hanayo, even playing in roles in Ted 2 and People vs. O.J. Mm -hmm. So for our young folks listening right now, mm -hmm. tell us and touch on the importance of persistence and always pushing through. Well, you got to say this is a business of you're going to hear the word no so much. Mm -hmm. It's what, we, what you have to focus on is the yeses. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a firm believer that uh, I prepare for my auditions. I go in ready. I, I, I go in with a loaded gun and I unleash that clip. But when uh -huh. I walk out, I leave all them bullets right there. Like gotcha. I don't, I don't take that with me. You got to understand that this is a business that you got to have a certain inner fortitude and belief and confidence in yourself because there's so <clears throat> much rejection for mm -hmm. every role that you see. On my resume, I was rejected for probably 40 before I got that one. And nobody ever sees that. Nobody sees the rejection, okay? Mm -hmm. For every stand-up gig that I've sold out, it's been those stand-up gigs where I'm outside like, somebody, anybody, come inside, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you have to be prepared for that, and you have to put things in perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't let it affect you because if it's truly in you and you truly want this, understand it's going to be a hundred no's when you get that yes. Right. But sometimes that yes can turn to a no when you least expect it. I've had mm. deals on the table, offers made to me, contract mm. in hand, and at the 12th hour, we changed our mind. We're going to go in a different direction. Huh? Mm. But I was getting ready to sign, you know. I mean, It'll be like that. You know, and yeah. you, it, yeah. it, it, don't get me wrong. There have been moments that have broke me. There have been some roles that I thought that was mine in the pocket that was snatched from me at the last minute because they wanted to go with a bigger star or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and how you even back bounce back from those type of things? I mean, you got to cry about it and get it out, but then uh, <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast, you know? Okay. All I mean, right. Just to give you a... a just to give you even one example, when the movie, when the TV show Star came out, that Lee mm. Daniels did, um, I was offered the role that was played by Queen Latifah. Wow. Oh, so now um, I was super excited. I couldn't, you know, I knew this was going to blow me up, take me to the next level. Mm -hmm. Waiting for the contract, literally got a call the next day and was like, yeah, we're going to go in a different direction, but we love Coco. We'll try to bring her in as a guest star. Never got that opportunity. And then when mm. I saw who they brought in, I honestly, I was hurt and I was mad. But then I was like, girl, that's Queen Latifah. Now, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, 
And then when I saw so that's the queen, I said, oh, hell, she went in there and bought into that crap. Like, right. That's her movie. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, she went big on big. Right. Like, I was up for a role on Abbott Elementary. Cheryl Lee Ralph got the role. Honey, that's Cheryl Lee Ralph. I was like, okay, at least I wasn't beat out by Susie Woozy. Yeah, yeah. Just I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I can look at the rainbow of I was in the room. That was my competition, and they mm. got it, but, but I was in the running. You got to look at the bigger picture. I know the first mm. time I realized I had a seat truly at the table, and I, and I wasn't trying to get to, to the table anymore. Yeah. I was sitting in an audition one day, and Octavia Spencer, Taraji B. Henson, Gabrielle Union, um, Natari Naughton, uh that's not stars. <laughs> walked in too. And all of us were going for the same role. All and of them? At that moment, I said, oh, I'm at the table. <laughs> yeah, out of the rob. Sheesh. Hey, we here. <laughs> it, it was like, it was like for me, at that very moment, it was like, okay, the chances of me getting this are slim tonight. But the fact that I'm here. The fact that you got a something. chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that perspective. Yeah. Do. Yeah. I would tell anybody in this business, you know, don't look at the negative. Always try to look at it as the glass half full. Look at it. Look, Try to find the positive and the negative. When I've gotten turned down for roles of certain things that I thought were perfect for me, and then I mm. go back and watch the show, there'll be instances where I'll be like, oh, yeah, they better at that. I don't know if I could have pulled that off. Or, mm. you know, mm, yeah, you know, I don't know if I want uh -huh. to do this show. Anyway. Yeah, they look different. Like, ooh, that's a little graphic. I'm, my parents still living. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, know, I feel... I, you know, you find find the glass half full of it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. like I said, it's so much rejection in this business, but you've got to keep yourself motivated because trust and believe, honey, in the end, unless you get a bunch of yes people around you, you're going to be your biggest cheerleader, honey. Uh huh. So I you better it. reckon that nobody Thanks. wants a bunch of yes people because we see what happens to those folks when everybody around you enabling your bullcrap. Yep. Ain't on last. So real talk, you know, you got you to gotta look at a glass half full. And always position yourself and carry yourself like you're already at the table. Never mm. come off needy and begging, honey. You know, confidence is everything. Yo, are you ready to hit your next level? Do you want to increase your drive, destiny, and dollars? Well, if so, check out my new book, From College to COVID, 24 Lessons Learned During the Lockdown, where I've compiled five of the biggest lessons I learned going from college to COVID to starting my financial literacy empire, FYI Fly, plus 19 lessons from your favorite entrepreneurs, entertainers, and athletes that have been featured on our show. There's literally something for everyone. So purchase your copy today at fyfly.com backslash from college to COVID. Let's go. I've gotten, I remember I got a commercial one time, and this is real talk. I was uh -huh. in the studio auditioning for another commercial and was leaving that audition and saw this other audition going on. And I had on sweats and everybody had on sweats. And I said, what's this for? And they said, oh, it's for a new AT&T commercial. And I said, for real? I said, why everybody wearing sweats? They said, oh, because you're supposed to be working out. And I said, oh. And I did some gangster crap. I put my name yeah. on that list and sat there and waited to get auditioned. I wasn't supposed huh. to get auditioned. Oh, you had to make that play. I mean, you had to make what? that play. That's what? I got the damn commercial. <laughs> hey, look, that's so, how you do it. Um, and mind you, nobody looked like me. It was all skinny white chicks, but I said, the hell with it. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, I wouldn't recommend that to everybody because you might get blacklisted saying this stuff will be renegading auditions. Yeah. It was just one of those things that, you know, I just was like, well, I'm dressed for it. You know, mm, and yeah. come to find out, you know, they were tired of seeing the same type. And because I was so different, that's what gave me my leeway. That's what gave me a head start and got me the role. So right, that's fine. Got that's but the fine. thing is, I went in that room like I like I had that audition. I didn't go in there saying, I don't really supposed to be here, but uh, uh, maybe y'all can sit. No, honey, I went in there and said, how y'all doing? I'm Coco Brown. I'm 5'5". Five five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you look like you're supposed to be there, you're supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They yeah. figured my agent was on some renegade crap. You know, so yeah, you just gotta, you gotta be your own cheerleader. You gotta be your own motivator. You know, you gotta keep that because like I said, the last thing you want is to get to that point where that moment happens. And then you got a bunch of yes people around you, not holding you accountable. Mm. You know? I love it. I love it. So Ms. Brown, mm-hmm. after watching one of your interviews, you said that your ex-husband was a great boyfriend, but a terrible husband. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was in reference to the financial side of the relationship, which brings me to my next question. Do you think money should be handled the same way <laughs> when dating as opposed to when you're married? Like, what's your thoughts on that? Talk to me. Well, first of all, let's just say my, me and my husband, ex-husband situation was very different because his, his butt wouldn't work. Um, <laughs> okay. 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 So, okay. Um, okay. And, and it wasn't about what he was bringing in. It was the fact that he had no... Uh, gumption to get off his butt and go get something to bring in. So that's mm. a that's a whole nother animal. With, with me being such a hustler and a go getter, and yeah. there's no such thing as I can't I can't get it. What you mean I can't get? It? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that a damn? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I gotta show you. Now I gotta show you what I'm about. <laughs> okay, let's watch this. Um, and being and then being raised by the kind of man that my father was, that was just a hardworking provider and protector mm, yeah. of, of his family. His family came first. Stevie Wonder could see. You know what I mean? Hey, so huh. I was huh. I was equipped to you know, lazy, shiftless Negro. Oh yeah, that that wasn't even my DNA. That made my skin itch. So, um, in relationships, <laughs> wow. Let's get technical. Let's go traditional, and then let's go very modern. Traditionally, um, a man is supposed to lead in the beginning. When you're dating, when you're courting, that word still exists, whether y'all want to believe it or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Most men don't know what the hell that term means anymore. Um, Gotta gotta court the queens now. Of course. You know, if, 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 you know, now, see, I really can't, okay, okay, so. If I take away who I am and, and what, what I have or whatever, I take that I'm just a simple woman mm-hmm. and a guy approaches me, he wants to take me out. And our very first date, he says, let's go Dutch. But you ask me out. Oh, we, you friend zone on me. <laughs> you out the gate, you friend zone. Uh, uh, you set the precedence out the gate that yeah, we homies. Because mm-hmm. if I'm supposed to be treated like a girl and a lady and you ask me out, then mm-hmm. yes, come pick me up. Yes, hold my door open. Yes, pull out my chair. Yes, you're going to pay for this meal. I might offer the tip because that's how I was raised, but I'm uh-huh. expecting you to take it. Okay, okay, okay. And take me home and be a damn gentleman. Don't try to get some tail off of Applebee's, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 tail off Applebee's. <laughs> 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 
another conversation. Two for twenty five. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh no, y'all have to change the relationship uh, platform. That's another conversation. Now, he is to meet somebody you're evenly yoked with. However, uh -huh. many people have realized, especially certain chicks of a certain type, have realized that she ain't got to do nothing but keep that waist tight and that booty fat. And yep. a man will pay for everything. That's facts. A lot, a lot of tricks. Everything. Out, a lot of simps out okay. here. Everything. Hey, man, all that. And, and I'm growing. I'm like growing. I'm, I'm your mama age, honey. I don't see uh, <laughs> Talk to her. Drop that game on her. You know, put, put them on. So put them on. Money should be discussed. But my thing is this. We are in an age now where women, there are a lot of women now, and, 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 and I'm going to use the term women loosely because no real woman wants to be in a position where she has no control of her own finances mm -hmm. but you meet you a woman a, mm -hmm. a woman the key is a woman not a girl looking to be kept don't get me wrong i don't want to do all this by myself i don't want to mm -hmm. pay my bills and make no absolutely not i want a partner i don't want to be kept i want a man that we looking at our account going we did that Fact. Now, yeah. you did that, and I got to ask you for allowance. You must be out your dag on mine. Uh, <laughs> and I don't want no man coming to me talking about, you give me some money to get my hair cut. First of all, I have one child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So I hate your mama. You meet you a woman that matches, matches you. Mm -hmm. Got her own crib, her own car, her own job. She's doing her thing, and she's not calling home to mommy and daddy every five minutes or looking for some dude to take care of her financially as per se, mm -hmm. you know, then yes, it should be 50-50, but not in the beginning. In the beginning, you're trying to impress. Let's go back yeah. to you trying to still impress. Yeah, okay. Of course, of course. But when it gets to a point that y'all are in a relationship, y'all are there, I think it should be 50-50, you know, um, you know, when I, when I, you know, last serious relationship I was in in the beginning, you know, it was like him courting me, whatever. But then mm -hmm. it got to a point that we were comfortable, and I would call him and say, "Babe, let's go to the Bahamas this week, my tree." And, and Web. And we went. Uh. But you know, uh. <laughs> I know a woman flying him out. Uh. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Hey, look, 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 look. No problem. Hey, it sounds like, hey, hey, it's vacation. He tried to keep him. This man had his own money and it flewed me out. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so yeah. It was me reciprocating. Yeah. I think one thing is, though, don't introduce somebody to a vibe that you can't maintain. You know what I'm saying? If you mm. can't maintain Ruth Chris or SGK or Oceanel or Fogo, yeah. you might want to start with Applebee's and work your way up. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure that she's worth it because that's that's really, since we talk about money, you know, we talk about money. That's a return on investment. So yeah, it's a return on investment. spending Ruth Chris money and, yeah. and SPK and all, all that extra stuff, you know, and she leave you on, on the fourth date, <clears throat> you know, that's an L. That means, and, and, and a lot of times, too, you set yourself up to be left. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I tell, like, this is something I'm going to tell my son, but I also tell my godson, who's 20, yeah. me and him, he's always calling auntie, god, mommy for some advice. Mm -hmm. And I tell him the same thing. I'm like, look, baby, I know you're doing well for yourself and, you know, you, you know, you're playing ball, whatever, you know, la, la. I uh -huh. said, understand, the precedence you set on that very first date will be the precedence mm -hmm. you have to continue. Facts. And if you coming out Facts. the gate with four dozen roses and STK mm -hmm. and, you pull it, and you pulling up in that G-Wagon, 
Hmm. You can't go pick her up in that Honda Civic you keep her for nostalgia reasons. Cause that can't, do can't, can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Because she's going to be like, what is, what is this? What? Take her to Red Lobster after you done got her garlic noodles, honey. Come okay. on, love. From crustaceans. You can't do that. So understand, uh, it's just as, as, as levels to getting the booty, it should be levels to to, to you. Yeah. They I like that. They know you play ball. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I said they don't understand that you ain't making millions yet, but you ain't hurting. Yeah. But you can't go in there acting like you were the first round draft pick and think she ain't going to continue to want that. Exactly. hundred percent. You know, so I agree with you totally. It's like, and money should be discussed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that yeah. you got a chick ask you to pay her rent on the first date, then no, you might want to walk away, homeboy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you already know what's up there. But cool. If you say, you know, well, how you know, how are you financially? I mean, how do you, how do you, how, how do you, you know, what's your, what's your way of saving money? Like, do you save? Like, I mean, those mm. are questions that should be asked. Now, maybe in your right. early twenties, early thirties, early twenties, late twenties, you might be like, you might be like, huh? But you're dating somebody in their thirties, honey, and they can't tell you if they got a CD mutual fund or uh, IRA or something. You might want to second guess that. But we we getting that back to the to the twenties and and even even younger nowadays because I could think about a, a specific time with me when I had my ex in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, I started off, you know, of course, like you said, raised by my mom. So I'm paying for every meal, paying for all this, paying for all this. Mm-hmm. But after I look back at a three year relationship, I was eighteen to twenty one. You know how much money I spent on a on a woman that I'm no longer with. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's so if I would have it's an investment. It is. So facts. if I would have if I would have done reciprocated. No, because I set that president, I set that president in the beginning as the gentleman that, that pays for every, every single thing. Every single thing. Mm-hmm. Because yes. that's how I was raised yes. by my mom. Facts. Mm-hmm. So facts. if I would now now looking back at that situation, mm-hmm. I would have just done as you said, discussed that in the beginning. And then once we're, you know, year one or year two in a relationship. Are you saying on the first date with a woman? Because yeah. like I said, that'll get you friend zone. For sure. You no, know, you need you need to ball out just this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Freshener in it, you know, clean the wheel. Yeah, pop your stuff yeah, a little me. bit. Take us somewhere yeah. nice. Don't be somewhere where you might have a hood element. Don't take it no red lobster, you know what I'm saying? Uh. You know, you might not be able to do Ruth Chris, but you might be able to do something right below that. Yeah. You know I'm saying you might not yeah. be able to do Oceanair, but you might be able to do that that locally owned seafood restaurant that's quaint and, and cute and romantic. You know what I'm saying? Little Lotus. Little Lotus. Because sometimes, you know, <laughs> sometimes you can impress a woman by taking her somewhere off the beaten path that folks don't know about. Facts. Somewhere she never been before. Huh. I'm just saying. I'm just and saying. And they're somewhere she's never been uh, before. Yeah. always been a name brand. But that's a question you can ask and say, look, mm-hmm. you know, of course, you know, as a man, yeah. take care of this. No. But we'll say we dating six months from now. You know, I mean, would you would you ever treat me? Like, do you believe in Dutch or, you know? Yeah. Some damn questions. Because uh, you gotta let you know if you're dealing with a selfish heifer. That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> I wish I'd ask a couple questions. Huh? I said I wish I would ask me a he couple questions wish- like that. <laughs> I wish I'd ask me a couple questions like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like you funny, you funny. Uh, That's why we're here, man. That's why we're here, giving this game back. You know, you ask these questions when I hear men get hooked up and, and you know get hooked up with selfish women. I'm like, mm-hmm. we can ask some 
questions to peep if that was a selfish spirited woman. I mean, there's certain mm-hmm. things you know. If she's like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't never paying for no dude. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of know what you're walking into. Same goes for a woman. If you meet a dude and the first day he balling out and the second day he talk about, yeah, um, you know, uh, you might have splitting this. Oh, you realize he was front. He ain't got half the crap he was claiming to have. So therefore, you know, that's somebody that will lie to you. That's what I would have did going back to my relationship. So like yeah, yeah, maybe maybe six months, a year in, mm-hmm. I would have had those conversations. Hey, hey, you, you trying to go half? Like I'll pay for the for the dinner. For six months, that'd have been ninety days. Uh <laughs> first ninety days, huh? It's ninety days. Like I said, my uh, ex-husband got me good, honey. He had a job until the day after we got married. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> so, Ms. Brown, I got one final question for you. I got one final question for you. So, I'm going to read you two quotes. I need you to tell us which one is more accurate. You ready? Yes. So, more money, more problems, or money can't buy happiness? Jesus, God. Talk to me. <laughs> That's our famous last question. We got to we got to know. We got to hear your response. Money we got problems. Money or got to end it on a bang. Talk which to one, me. Talk which one up. is more accurate? Money, more money, more problems. Facts. More Why is that? Why Why you think that? Um, money can buy degrees of happiness. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Degrees, you see that? Yeah, <laughs> see that? that's a key word. And being able to go buy a Chanel bag has fixed my mood. Uh, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, being able to you know call my girl and say, "Let's go to Essence," I'm paying. Ah! Yeah, and you know th- that that brings me happiness. You know, my girls are sure. nine to fives; they can't afford no five six hundred dollars. But you know, I got a good lick with this one little movie, girl. Let me treat my girls. Yeah, let's turn up. <laughs> brings me happiness to do that for them their moms and wives or whatever they need a break and they ain't got it like that girl i got you let's go (laughs) but when i say more money more problems uh is is more resonates more with me Mm -hmm. um the universe seems to know when you get a lick Mm -hmm. because i'll get a nice lick and think i'm gonna put it aside and set on it and then something will come up and say oh this needs to be paid or this needs to be had yeah um, and then when you have money too, people assume you got it. Mm-hmm. Like they never mm-hmm. think for a minute, you might be going through a rough patch. This might be uh-huh. a spell. Or you might be trying to invest in yourself. They mm-hmm. just assume you always got it. And then more money, more problems, baby. You better make sure you take care of Uncle Sam because the last person you want to mess with is the I, the R, or the S. Because he's going to get his. I'm taxing. I promise he's going to get his. I'll tell you, look, real top. Every uh, it's it's twenty of these in my office full of receipts. Oh yeah, the tax return every receipts. Year, hey. Every year, my poor assistant got to sit there and itemize every last one of them. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's that, that account that you yeah, were telling us about that. to get that information to my accountant. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to keep a real good tab on what you spend, how you spend it, how you can spend it when it's sometimes mm-hmm. something needs to be, you know, put in a different category. I mean, you got to know tax laws. You got to know it's, it's 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 a lot. So money can buy certain degrees of happiness, but with more money does come more problems. But mm-hmm. the, the problems can be managed if you're smart. 
More money, more problems, more solutions, baby. That's that's how we gonna that's how we gonna end it off like that. More money, more I love problems, it. I love it. more solutions. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for joining us on the FY Fly Podcast. Bow. We really appreciate you joining us. Please mm-hmm. let everyone know where they can reach you. Any final words? Honey, just keep your circle small, protect your money at all costs, and remember no matter how it looks, honey, you come first. Facts. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>